So today we are starting a series on I am a new creation. Say I am a new creation. All things have gone away. It says, behold, look, all things have become new. So when you look at yourself, does it look like all things have become new? Then why does he say look? What look? Close your physical eye and look. All things have become new. The father is not lying when he says look. He knows when you look in natural, it looks different. But he's not telling you to look in natural. Look. All things have become new. You shut your physical eye. You look through the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. The real man. The new man that is your spirit man. Okay? So let's get into the word. Born again means... Don't read there. Born again means... Are there two people living? One has to die for the other one to get born again. You know, we are doing this whole year is going to be just getting you in single-mindedness about who you are. So we started the year with righteousness. Righteousness means new creation. The only, only God can be righteous. Do you know what that makes you if you call yourself righteous? Okay, let's get into the word. We'll read it. Born again means born from above. You had a new birth. So let's read in John 3. Jesus answered and said to him, this is his conversation with Nicodemus. Beloved is awake, alive. Jesus answered and said to him, most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Can he enter a second time in the mother's womb and be born? So Nicholas is look, Nicodemus is looking at this in a fleshly way, what his physical eyes can see. He's trying to understand it with his head with the tree of knowledge of good and evil. How can this be born? Because I'm already out of my mother's womb and I'm, am I going to be like shoved back into my mother's womb? What, is, what are you talking about? And you're saying I'm going to be able to see, see, behold, look, all things are new? Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. What did you get born out of? Water, symbolic of baptism, and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh, look at your body. That which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit is spirit. Say God hates flesh. God is not looking and having a relationship with you through your flesh your body because it's a body of sin God relates with you through your spirit man and that's something that the devil never wants you to know the devil wants you to look at your flesh that's 99% of the the religious world whether they're Hindus or in any other faith they try to have a relationship with God 
through flesh. Let me do something with works so that he is pleased with me. That's all in flesh realm. But Jesus came, died in flesh so that he can have a relationship with us. The father can have in spirit because spirit is truth. Yes. So a son is one who knows that my father is relating with me in spirit. He's secure in his identity of what my father is speaking with me. Okay, now let's go ahead. John 1. He was in the world and the world was made through him and the world did not know him. He came to his own and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become sons of God. How do you become a son of God? Receive what Christ has done. To those who believe in his name, who were born... Now these people, he's saying, those who believed in me, these are born not of blood. Do you have blood in your body? Do you have blood? Some doubt. Yes? You have blood. Who were born, but you are born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh. That means it's not some fleshly way I got you born again. Nor of the will of man, but of God. So you were born of born of Adam was created God took mitti mud he breathed life in him he became a living being created out of mud but a son of God is born from so I'm born again born from above but I live in an Adamic body so don't confuse the two. We'll have a glorified body one day that will look like a spirit man. But while we're living here, the father still tells you, you do not get your identity. Means you don't let your Adamic body tell you who you are. Stop taking notes from him. He's dead. You start taking notes from me and what I have started saying about you. Then you can subdue everything in that body. That body starts listening to you. It's taking notes from you because you're back in control. The spirit man has come in. He's back in dominion. You are hearing what I'm saying. 1 John 5. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of... Do you believe Jesus is the Christ? So you're born of... Born of... Born of lion means... Born of God means... No confusion. No double-mindedness. John 4.24 God is a spirit. Someone I heard yesterday saying, people say about beloved or all women are not supposed to preach. What is the gender of the Holy Spirit? Does the spirit have an identity? Male and female. Jesus took on flesh and blood like man because man messed up. It says in Hebrews, the spirit is neither male nor female. The spirit is one. There's no, neither Jew nor Gentile. We're all one in Christ. It's a new man. Son of God doesn't mean man. That's your uh, carnal understanding because we cannot put son. Oh, son means man. No, it's a new species, a new creation. See this, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. Do you know what worship means? That word worship means to kiss. 
it says if you worship that means you're having intimacy that means you're having a relationship with him relationship intimate relationship we have with our father in spirit and truth does it say body the body will follow your relationship with him is in spirit and in truth that means whatever the father says about your spirit man he's calling that truth you are receiving what i'm saying 1 peter 1:23 having been born again not of corruptible seed but incorruptible seed through the word of god which lives and abides forever how did jesus get born how did jesus get born how did jesus come into mary's womb through the seed seed came the word came the holy spirit was there and now jesus comes how did you get born again same way same way the seed came holy spirit was there and you got born again it says faith came and you believed and you got born again we are all born the same way through the word of god so the first adam messed up the seed everything from him got messed up that seed got corrupted and so everything the fruit of that seed whatever was born like an apple seed if it has some problem in that seed all the apples that will come out of that seed will have that problem it will show that problem so one man sin adam sin all became sinners death came into this whole world we fell into a realm of death the father sent second seed you and i are born from the second seed and this seed is life this seed is incorruptible seed this seed is born of the word of god that's you and me that's the new creation everything follows the seed don't be so scared about your body and the things in your body they will start listening and obeying to you when you are not confused about who you are you're becoming single minded about the seed yeah this is who i am i'm not trying to believe this every day to become it this is actually the reality of this so when god says you're healed that there is no sickness in your nature it's not that is the truth you're not trying to get healed you are actually resting in a place of yeah my body has perfect order because he took all the disorder so that i can have order and now we rest and when you see things show up you're not trying to get there but you're actually saying that no this is me and then you resist and things will fall off is because you're already in a place of whatever the father says you are we're not trying to get from a to b then you feel like you want to get it you are there this is who you are and what my father says is true this is who i am everything else will follow suit means we'll start listening to you okay now see this all flesh is as grass and all the glory of man as the flower of the grass the grass withers he's actually saying the flesh withers okay and its flower falls away but the word of the lord endures forever that's why it says to be carnally minded is death to be spiritually minded is life that means it will endure forever and 
peace. You know what peace is? It's order. It brings in order. That's why we rest in the word. A son, I told you, rest does not mean not doing anything. Like you believe all crap. No. Rest means I believe what my father says and now plung. I will die believing this. That's what rest is. You take a position of who you are. And then you rest in it like, nope. I only listen to my father's voice. He said it. This is it. This is who I am and I believe it because it's the truth. That's it. It's a position of rest that you've taken. Not in Adam. You believe anything. No. Rest is an absolute position of stand still. They did what he told them to do. Go show up in the field. They went. And now you wait and see what I do for you. They went at his word. <laughs> I've always seen in the old, God never left them with just sit behind and all. He expected them to do something. He said, go. He told Joshua, one thing I don't want you to not have. Just have courage. Don't shake. Don't be afraid. Have courage and go. So they heard the word. They went. But their trust was, the father will not fail me. I'm stepping out on his word. So they both went hand in hand. So when you are speaking, what your father says, there's a doing. The doing and the heart matches. It's one. You are understanding what I'm saying. Okay? But the word of the Lord endures forever. Now this is the word which by the gospel was preached to you. And this is the word which by the gospel was preached to you. John 10. I love this. John 10 verse 31. Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, Many good works I have shown you from my father. For which of those works do you stone me? Jesus is healing and doing all of these amazing things, turning water into wine. He's like, for which of these works are you stoning me? Many good works I've shown you from my father. Then the Jews answered him saying, For a good work we do not stone you. Not for all the blind eyes you're opening. You had an awesome this wedding celebration, turning water into wine. But for blasphemy, because you being a man, hey, hello, everyone, look up. You being a man, make yourself God. Priya, how can you say that? You being man, make yourself God. When you understand seed multiplies the same seed, you will not question. That comes from a head understanding of they not knowing what happened with the seed multiplying seed. Seed, orange seed will give oranges. Orange seed will not give chikku. So if you say born again, you born of a new seed, it will give what the seed is. If it's the seed of the sun, they will multiply other sons of God, gods. It's just normal. Kids will understand this. Okay? Now see this. One second. You are awake. Anyone's eyes closing? Jesus answered them, is it not written in your law, I said, you are gods? Everyone, can we read that in focus? Jesus answered them, is it not written in your law, I said, you are... What are you? Do you have a problem with that? If you have a problem with that, the devil is very happy. Because if you're not God then he is God in all the problems of your life. 
you better know who's king and who's god in that situation the reason why you can rule is because you are above him if you are above him that makes you a god suppose thor had to come here thor flying everyone would start worshiping him because he exudes or he does something that is greater than any of the humans can do so then that makes him a sort of like a god of this world someone with higher powers that's what people think are gods but everything has been put under your feet and christ raised us up and made us sit at the right hand what does that make you gods let's read that again the jews answered him saying for a good work we do not stone you but for blasphemy and because you being a man make yourself god jesus answered them is it not written in your law i said you are gods if he called them gods to whom the word of god came and the scripture cannot be broken means the scripture cannot lie i'm not lying to you that's what he's saying do you say of him whom the father sanctified and sent into the world separated and sent into the world do you know that the same way the father sent christ now in john 17 he says i also send them into the world and constantly you have to sanctify separate yourself like maybe he is playing a game yeah he's playing a game with adams but he in all the adams there who are playing and kicking the football when he kicks <laughs> it's a different foot that kicked that ball than all the adams his kick is sun kicking christ kicking a god kicking constantly sanctifying yourself now see this it says your scripture cannot be broken do you see of him whom father sanctified and sent into the world you are blaspheming because i said i am the son of god if i do not do the works of my father do not believe me but if i do though you do not believe me believe the works that you may know and believe that the father is in me and i in him are you doing the works of god eyes open kanchan are you doing the works of god even if a person doesn't believe that they are a son of god when they go lay hands on the sick and they get healed and when they go and some miracles happening no one can do that unless you have become a son of god even if they don't believe it they are a son of god if you are doing the works of god he says believe me that the father is in me and i in him because no one else can do it only a son can do that a son of god god ka bachcha god now think god has so many problems i cannot start priya because i have so many problems god is looking at all his problems now you come into a place of like everything is under my feet i don't have to do anything because they will fix themselves they don't know who the problems are looking at does god have any problems he cannot the problems also know they cannot in the presence of righteousness there is no death when god forgets the problems are there when god comes in position not forgetting problems will run i told you jesus went to the temptation after he finished the temptation first it says he was filled with the holy spirit then after the temptation it says he walked in the power 
of the Holy Spirit. Dominion came. So you want your problems to disappear? You don't forget. Don't let your problems make you smaller gods and the problems bigger gods. Meaning don't run after them. They will submit to you when you don't forget who you are. So something is standing in front of me and it gives you everything, every problem tries to give you an identity that I'm greater than you. I'm greater than you. That's what it says, pull down the thought to the obedience of Christ. No, you're not greater. I am. There's no one greater. Christ in me is. I'm God here, standing in front. And now how do I react to that? I'll walk. Maybe there's a doing part. For some, I'll walk away. For some, I might actually confront. And that thing has to fall. All of the kingdom is backing the sun. Yesterday, okay, let me read this and then I'll, I'll go ahead. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ... Are you in Christ? If anyone is in Adam, he is a new creation. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Look, all things have become new. And now all things are from your Father. Okay? Who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses, that means their sins to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then we are ambassadors for Adam, ambassadors for Christ. When you go to Sri Lanka, you'll be an ambassador for India. You don't go to Sri Lanka and forget your Indian in the way you eat, in the way you talk, in the way you see people, there will be constant automatic sanctification you will do. That means separation, separation, separation. Because everything comes from you knowing you're Indian. So you will shake hands also, you will say, yeah, in my country it doesn't. It comes very naturally. Because you really believe you're Indian. That's why when it's getting rooted that you're a new creation, that you look Adam, but you're not Adam, in the way you shake hands, in what you speak, in what... There won't be any casualness. You will not be quoting scriptures to become. It will come naturally because you really believe the truth. When you really believe something, the truth, the doing and the mouth matches. It comes from believing. A lot of people are trying to do it outside in. Quoting to become. You don't quote to become. I don't need to quote a lot of things. If I really believe, I don't even need to quote. The quoting is to remind. When you really believe, everything is natural. Someone was telling me, you know, about sin and something, and just like head understanding of scripture. So I told this person, I said, do you know that sin and death are on one side, in one rem? One rem. So why did death come in? Sickness is also death. Divorce, death. Poverty, death. Death came in because of sin. It's like they're on one side, one rem. Opposite of sin is what? Righteousness. Right. 
righteousness leads to life health so you think you're a sinner don't expect your body to get healed and walk in divine health because they're two opposite realms now this is not me quoting scripture i said i can't explain this this is a revelation if you understand what righteousness means righteousness leads to health so the more righteous conscious you are health and life will flow so just coming and quoting some scriptures quote quote think you're a sinner you'll keep falling sick let's go ahead okay beloved is a revelation you are a matured son you come sit here we are talking painting not strokes strokes are there but what we show you is a painting okay see this okay we are reading that we are ambassadors for christ as god were pleading through us we implore you on christ's behalf be reconciled to god for he made him who knew no sin to be sin that we might become the righteousness of god not through our flesh by faith by faith you receive this truth that's why everything that the father is doing with you is in spirit and in truth and he wants you also to have a relationship with him in spirit and in truth because if you're living in this world your flesh will drag you down constantly your flesh is going to give you another identity tell you you're not and that's the time you have to separate yourself and it's my spirit identity i keep walking walking ahead it's life and peace okay let's quickly look at this colossians 1 giving thanks to the father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the inheritance of the saints in the light are you a son of the light the bible calls you a son of the light we are partakers of the saints in the light that means some are not in the light they are sleeping that's why we go to wake them up adamic generation okay he has delivered us from one realm darkness sin and death and conveyed us in the kingdom of the son of his love you are back to fathering adam has no father but you and me can go to sleep knowing that father is taking care he tells you don't worry because i am there cast your care because i've got them sons don't need to worry because they have a father adam needs to figure it out and reason how it's going to happen for you don't think because i'm thinking for you you can go to sleep like sabina said shouldn't process it adam mind want to process and analyze how this is going to happen we don't need your brain when the father says it he does things in foolishness all the time go around the mountain and scream speak to a rock you're telling me to speak to a rock yes through the donkey's mouth he can speak why he does all these weird things because he doesn't want logic and understanding like a little child just believe my father okay see this roman 6 Do you not know that as many of you as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death when Jesus went on the cross so i told you when Jesus went on the cross is not Jesus going on the cross sonship is when Jesus went on the cross i told you next time you see any idol outside of Jesus and the cross please see yourself there So when Jesus went on the cross he's a representation you went on the cross 
when he was buried that's what baptism means anyone how many have not got baptized here i don't mean sprinkle immersion this is ducking in if you've not we're having baptism on this wednesday come it says here that act is not for god that act the communion the baptism is not for him even if you don't get baptized you get saved the one on the cross who hung there he didn't have time to go get baptized jesus said you'll be with me in heaven the baptism is so that you forget you don't forget adam has gone the new has come you are indian not sri lankan i hope the people who hear this message hear all the other messages <laughs> it's a metaphor to say you sanctify not adam not adam in second adam naya jat see this okay we uh, we were buried with him through baptism into death that just as christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the father even so we also walk in the newness of the new life you know I'm, my heart is so much that when jesus says i have come to give you life and life in abundance and if your life looks like death and death in abundance oi something is wrong he's not lying i'll tell you why where that might be spirit man got saved is at the right hand of the father but your soul man your whole stinking thinking since you got born has been in adam and adam is under the curse and adam has death there can be so many areas in a life where you see death and you see it and you don't know why is because you're there what part of you is there whole believing is just in there and you have all the things of those things that's why we come into what my father says and who i am and what i do is all one then everything is just flowing rest that you're on this side of the cross go to sleep knowing that my fruit i don't care what is happening in my life my fruit is life because righteousness is not about believing you were born you can go to sleep knowing that everything that i'm speaking right now for you you were born it you're not trying to become it becoming is a process that's religion they try to become but you and i can rest that thank god whatever priya said whatever geetu said hebron said i'm not trying to become this this is what i was born a money son is not struggling every day and waking up every day to become a money i get up in the morning i look at my passport only then i'm indian i'm indian i'm in sri lanka but i'm indian i'm indian i'm quoting the scriptures priya but nothing is happening i'm saying i'm indian i'm indian but nothing is happening what will i do you're not quoting to become it is who you are you were born it relax go to sleep don't let the sri lankans confuse you that you're sri lankan you're indian okay see this so let us walk in the newness of life for we have been united together in the likeness of his death certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his so were you united in the likeness of his death yes you died you got born again your and my journey starts after the cross okay in the likeness of his resurrection knowing that our old man was crucified with him that the body of sin might be done away with that we should no longer be slaves of sin now see this for he who has died has been freed from sin or freed from one rem 
gone to another. For if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, were you raised from the dead? Then you die no more. Death no longer has dominion over you. That means in every area of your life, that's why it says those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, you will reign in life. You have justification for life. Means in this situation, why should my fruit be different from what I see the world having? Because of Christ. You went plonked into another realm. You live there. You can't go back. Okay? Death no longer has dominion over you, sons. For the death that he died, that you died, you died to sin once and for all. Came out of one realm. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also, what does it say? Reckon. What is the meaning of reckon? Reckon. Br British people use that word a lot. You reckon. When I went to England, I never understood what. What is reckon? And cheers, I thought, was to do cheers with beer. I didn't understand cheers, just meant like cheers. I don't expect a glass in your hand. What does reckon mean? Consider, think, think, see. Consider yourself, see yourself, believe, think yourselves to be dead indeed to sin. That means from one realm out, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey in its lusts and do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, out of one realm, but in grace. Are you a new creation? Is God relating with you? through your flesh, we'll hear now why he's not relating with you through your flesh. Everything that the father is doing is in spirit. He also wants you to start looking at your spirit man and start having a relationship and start resting in what the father says about you in spirit and in truth. Okay? I, I myself got so much light from that. <laughs> I was just uh, listening. I got a lot of more revelation coming in. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm just going to speak about why the Father doesn't relate to you anymore in your flesh. Okay, and uh, you'll understand why. Because first of all, you are not your flesh anymore. You are a spirit being. Uh, God says, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. You are a spirit man exactly made like your father, which is the reason why nothing. Now we live in this body. Okay. We are spirit. We have a soul. That's your mind, your will, and your emotions. And we live in a physical body. That's this body that you see. Uh, this is like our vessel or our vehicle for us to roam around here on this earth. But uh, we are going to get temp This is just a temporary body. We are going to get glorified bodies. And so don't give so much importance to your flesh. I know we, 
most of our time we spend around giving a lot of importance to our, our flesh in terms of how we look, how we dress, how we, uh, this is just your flesh. Okay, you want, and I understand uh, we have been taught so much, okay, and I'm not, okay, let me just say, okay, it's not a bad thing to want to look good, okay. Uh, you, if you want to dress up, you want to deck yourself up, that's fine. What I meant to say is, don't give so much of importance to your body, like, oh, what, what time are you, you need to have your breakfast between this time to this time, and give so much importance, because this body is not giving you life. Your spirit, the Holy Spirit in you is the life supply, is your life support. So uh, I'm going to start off with that and know that everything about you, everything about your relationship with your father will always be based on who you really are in the spirit and who you really are. When you got born again, okay, what happened is you didn't just, uh, you didn't just uh, get a, a different spirit or you just got changed. He gave you his spirit. It's his spirit now in you that is one. That's one spirit. If any man be in Christ, he is one. One mind with him. Okay, so that's the reason why whenever the father looks at you, he will always be pleased with you because he's seeing exact replica of Christ. He is seeing Christ. Okay, um, I want to read from Romans, uh, not Romans, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 16. Just scroll down. <clears throat> Therefore now, Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. All things have become new. What is all? All. Okay, just so, uh, just think, okay? What are the all things that have become new now, okay? Um, you got born again. Maybe you had, you were born with some uh, birth defect or deformity or something, some sort of a sickness, some sort of a hereditary disease or something like that. Maybe you had some sickness, illness, relationship problems, everything. Uh, you're now a new creation. The Bible says, the word says, he says, now if any man be in Christ, you are in Christ. Okay, all the old things have passed. So everything about your life before that you were in, in the kingdom, all of that has passed away. Behold, look, observe, see, not with your physical eyes, see with your spiritual eyes first, because um, your righteousness is not outside in, it's inside out. Okay, so see with your spiritual eyes that, um, that the old things have passed away and all things have been made new. What does that mean? Okay, so that means that every now and then, every you, you go on to your life. Okay, things are going to come uh, up in your relationships, in work, whatever. Um, you don't see with your physical eyes anymore. Okay, you you stay on this word because it is the truth. You stay on what this, what this word says, meditate on it because it is the truth. And I know we've we come from this whole uh, earthly culture. We are just, we're just here as passengers. Uh, we're not from this place. We come from a kingdom. We live in, in Babylon. We, we, we go along with the things of this world that, that Babylon has to offer, but we don't follow their, their, their culture, their mindset, the way they do things. We follow the kingdom's uh, lifestyle, the kingdom principle, and everything that comes from above because you are a spirit being and all things have become new. So now, Let's say you have some sickness in your body, 
Okay, and how do you, the Bible says all things have become new. Does that mean that you have a, um, if there's some sickness that's going to go? Yes. If, if you were poor before, if you were struggling with poverty, um, are you going to be uh, rich now? Yes. Okay. And it doesn't mean, you don't, you don't go testing this out, looking at your circumstances or your, your body and seeing, oh, I still look the same way. No. It says all things, all things have become new. So if he says all, just, just be, begin to start resting on that truth because it is all. Al align yourself with that truth and everything else will start manifesting in your life later on. Okay? Um, let's, let's talk on. Let's talk about Romans 7. Okay, now Paul, he's writing to the Roman church. Okay, this is a letter. And uh, you'll see there's a distinction between what he's talking about in Romans 7 and in Romans 8. Now, this is a letter that he's written. It's in like, um, now when the Bible was made, they put chapters and verses and scriptures so that it's easier for us to understand. But uh, when this letter was originally written, it was like this long letter. No breaks, no paragraphs. I don't, I don't think there were paragraphs. And uh, Paul is writing this single letter, and uh, I'm glad whoever decided to split it up has split it up for us so that we can understand uh, this distinction. So let's read Romans 7. I'll try to speak a little slower. Okay. Um, for we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For, I, for what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good. But now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. Uh, see what he's, he's separating his spiritual man himself from uh, sin in the members. Okay? Um, for I know that in me, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good, I do not find. For the good that I will to do, I do not do. But the evil I will not to do, that I practice. Now, if I do what I will not to do, it is, not, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. I find then a, a law that evil is present with me, the one who wills to do good. For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man. But I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? He calls this body a body of the death. Okay? Um, I thank God through Jesus our Lord. So then, with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with my flesh, the law of sin. Okay? Uh, when I was reading this, uh, what's interesting to know is, so Paul is talking about, um, he's struggling. He's talking about how um, he's trying to do good, but he's not able to do good. And the, the things that he wants to do, he doesn't end up doing. And he sees like this, um, there's a law working inside his body. Okay, so the law that's working inside of your body is the law of sin and death. Okay, this body is still of Adam, Adam generation. We still uh, have this body, which we will, uh, at one time, we will 
uh, let go and we will have glorified bodies. But this law of sin and death is still working in your members right now. And, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll see later on how to subdue that, uh, that law. Okay, so but Paul is talking about um, he's going through something and it's interesting, I, I've read this so many times, but I just, uh, I was like, Paul is, is, was probably into some sin. I don't know what it is because he's talking about what I'm trying to do, I don't end up doing and I end up sinning and I'm living this life and this is evil inside of me. And um, I never saw this, but think about it. This guy who had this revelation of Christ in me, who wrote almost the entire New Testament that we, we read, and who had his massive revelation and uh, after Jesus uh, spread the same ministry and uh, all around, this guy was struggling with some sort of sin, okay? And I don't know what it was. I don't want, even want to know. <laughs> but uh, he was definitely, and he's, and he's open about it. He's saying that this is what I'm um, going, through do, going through. And uh, I, I never thought of it. I, I've read this before, but I, I like that Paul even though he's talking about this, that's something that, he's, that he was uh, caught up in or he was busy or doing something like that, he separates himself from that. He separates that part of him. He says, that is not me. That's just sin in my members. Okay? And uh, I want you to do that the same because I know that although we live in this world and uh, we, we have to con continuously renew our mind every day to the truth of who we are, Okay, uh, it says renew your mind so that you will prove what is a good and perfect and acceptable will of God. Uh, so even as you're renewing your mind day in and day out, yeah, there is still things going to come up in this world. Okay, there's things going to come up and you're going to have struggles here and there. You may mess up, okay, but the moment you mess up, you don't, this is what your response is going to be. What's Paul's response? He says, it's not me who's doing that. It's sin that's in my members okay, in, in the body and in my members. And so you will always, always just remember, separate yourself from that, okay, and remind yourself where you come from. You are a spirit man, and God is always going to relate to you in the spirit. So you may make mistakes in the flesh. That's the reason why there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus, okay, because you are not in the flesh anymore and God is looking at you in the spirit. He's communicating, he is communicating with you in the spirit. So that's the reason why we can go justified boldly before, the, before him and stand there clean, irrespective of what you, you've done in the flesh, whatever you messed up in the flesh is because, Jeevan, okay, <laughs> wow, uh, because, yeah, you are not your flesh anymore. And Paul is, uh, he, he's really talking about something. He's saying, he's saying that I keep finding myself making the same mistakes over and over again. But same guy who's, who has transformed the entire uh, Middle Eastern place and went on around there, he, same guy, he's saying that I am not that person. Yeah, that may be happening around and I may be slipping up here and there. And there's a war going on in my mind, but that's not me. That's just sin in my members. I am a spirit being. I have been justified. You know what it means to be justified? It means what it means to be justified. So imagine if you, um, somebody has paid for something and you have a receipt for it. Okay, you've, given, you've been given this receipt. So, and let's say um, you go and you get a notice from some department saying that, hey, you haven't made this payment. 
you were like, no, hey, I have a payment, I have a receipt, even though you've not paid for it, but you have a receipt and you can always go and show that receipt and say, listen, hey, this is, this is what's been paid for. That's what it means to be justified. That's what it means to be, you can go there boldly, justified to life. Uh, justified to life. And you can go boldly because you have that justification of what Christ has done. Okay? So, always remember to make that distinction, separate yourself from that. Uh, although the, there's the flesh, I'm not saying that you let it continue to continue to let the flesh allow it to rule you. You are not your flesh. You let your flesh, don't allow your flesh to subdue you. You subdue it. Okay? Uh, let's read Romans 8. So now this is the part where now he's, um, he's, he's saying, okay, that was what I was struggling with. But there is therefore now, okay, say this with me. Say, there is therefore now. There is therefore now. No condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For the law of, spirit of, li for the, law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Earlier he was talking about saying that, you know, um, oh, who will deliver me from this body of death? You know why he calls it the body of death? Because anytime you do, anytime you listen to the flesh, the flesh will always lead to death, okay? Uh, anything about the flesh, any, the fle okay, the flesh is not just your body. Okay, the flesh, when we talk about the flesh, okay, um, walking in the flesh, walking in the spirit, the flesh is a mindset that is basically in enmity with God. Whatever the word says, whatever truth about who you are, who the Father says you are, what the Father says about you, who the, the Father's real nature, what he is, anything that is against that is the flesh, or the mindset is the, or a mindset of that is the flesh. So he says, walking in the flesh not just the deeds, okay, not just the deeds, but even the mindset of that walking in the flesh leads to death. That's why he calls it in the Romans 7 above at the end. He says, who will deliver me from this body of death? That's why it's called the body of death, okay? Um, <clears throat> so verse 3, for what the law, Romans 8, sorry, Romans 8 verse 3, for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. Not in sinful flesh, in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. And he condemned sin in the flesh. That the flesh according to the spirit, sorry, that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You want to have peace in your life? Be spiritually minded. You want to see life in every area of your life? Be spiritually minded. The carnal mind is in enmity with God, the carnal mind or the mindset will lead to death. So anything that you're sourcing from this side of the cross, anything of the knowledge, uh, knowledge of good and evil, all the principles, all the right things to do this, 
10 ways to get something, eight ways to, to receive your healing, all of that, this mindset is still uh, sourcing from a knowledge of good and evil, which will always still lead to death. No matter, even if it looks good, it will still lead to death. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> yeah, but to be spiritually <clears throat> minded is life in peace. So yeah, if you want peace, be spiritually minded. <clears throat> I was not ready for that. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Because the carnal mind is in enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be, so then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You cannot please God in the flesh no matter what we do. So um, even whatever we try to do, okay, uh, I'm not talking about things that come from the overflow of your heart. Uh, I'm talking about things that you want to do in the flesh to please God, uh, your deeds of service, which you're doing with the intention of your, your, your physical body. Okay? God is not looking at your flesh at all. <clears throat> what he is looking for is your heart. He knows your heart. Okay? And he wants you to worship him in spirit and truth. So nothing that you can do, all, the, all the, your fasting, all your praying, trying to get holy, trying to please God, do something for him, you will never be able to please him because holiness cannot be achieved in your flesh. No matter what it says, you know, it talks about um, be holy as I am holy. And a lot of people have uh, misunderstood that and have tried now to say that, you know, we got to start being holy and doing things of holiness. But you can't. <clears throat> it's not possible to, to achieve any holiness in the flesh. Why? Because there's a law that's working in the flesh. That's the law of sin and death. And it's ruling and it's waging war against your, against your mind. And which is why... We put that aside, okay? We don't achieve, we don't fight to, to, to achieve any holiness in the flesh. You, he says, be holy because, you, because I am holy. He's talking about his spirit. When he made you holy, he said, you are holy. So just be holy because that's who you are. Don't try to achieve it. Don't try to walk in it because you will never achieve that holiness in the flesh. And you don't even have to try to achieve that because he's not looking at you in your flesh anymore. I like how Paul, he made that distinction very clearly. He said, that's not me. That's not me. Uh, even, you know, when Paul, before, um, before he had his full encounter, he was Saul, he was massacring all the, uh, the Jews at that time, the Jews who were converted to Christianity. The same guy who was rel relentless and, at, and thought in his own mind that he was doing the right thing. And he went around on a widespread massacre, killing the Christians, persecuting them. And the same guy, he says that, I have done no wrong to anyone. How can he say that? He, the same guy later on, I'm talking about much later on, once he receives the revelation of Christ in me, he says that I have wronged no man. What does he mean? Because the father is looking at him in, in the spirit. He's not his flesh anymore. He is separate that side of him. No matter what he has done in the past, that's not him anymore. He will never relate to that. He is a spirit man, which is why he can boldly say, I have wronged no man. Amen. So uh, always, always remember that you need to separate yourself from, from the flesh. Your flesh, your flesh will profit you nothing. Um, it's going to, things are going to come up. Uh, <clears throat> you can get offended in the flesh. 
where we don't leave any room for any offense because you are not your flesh anymore. You are a spirit man, okay? Um, so uh, I'm going to read Romans from 8, verse 12 onwards. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. Uh, debtors mean if you owe someone something. So basically he's saying that you owe nothing to your flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of your body, you will live. For as many are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and join heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Is Christ suffering at the moment? Right now? Is, is Christ suffering? It says that if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. So Christ is not suffering. But we suffered with him when we died with him. When he died, we died. We took on the same suffering that he took on, even though we didn't actually do it. And we were also going to be glorified. So this is not talking about something you need to do and have a time of suffering out here on this earth so that you may be glorified. You already, because Christ is not suffering right now. He's seated, he's well rested, seated at the right hand of the Father. Okay? So um, <clears throat> this is not talking about that. Um, therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh. So, um, again, just want to, uh, before I hand it over to Gidu, always make sure that there is a clear distinction between you and your, and your flesh. You are not your flesh. You will never be your flesh. You will never, you will never achieve any sort of holiness in your flesh, okay? Uh, the carnal mind is always going to be in enmity with God. Turn on the new man in you. Let that mind be in Christ. Let that mind be in you, which is the mind of Christ. Amen. Uh, I want to read Colossians 1.19. <clears throat> so, for it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself. By him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. And you who were once alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to, to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. If it, indeed you continue in the faith grounded and steadfast and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel for which you heard, for which was preached to, to every creature under heaven, for which I, Paul, became a servant, um, became a minister. Uh, it's very important when we are preaching, okay? We are preaching, you need to preach truth of who you are. Always, it's very important to focus on the seed. Yeah, you know, Adam was created. Adam was created from, uh, from the earth. But we were, you and I were born. I like that uh, Priya mentioned that, you know, the same way that Jesus was born, you and I were born from the same way. Same, the seed, the seed came. Uh, <clears throat> the truth came. And you were born again, exactly like him. And uh, so... 
So yeah, Adam. So Adam had this. He had, you know, he didn't have a chance to to have an experience of what it was like growing up. He was just born as a man. Sorry, he was just created as a man and just let made do and rule over and give names to all the things. And he didn't have an experience of what it's like to grow up. You and I have a, have the experience that we were born from second Adam, from Christ, coming into this earth. And now you and I can have the exact same life that he has because that is the truth of who you are. Okay, so before I end, I just wanted to just say that um, always make sure that your relationship with the Father is always going to be based on his spirit, not by what you do. Um, yeah, you know, we worship through songs, okay? We do songs, uh, some of the stuff that we try to do, we try to change a lot of the songs uh, because to make it truth, because a lot of songs out there are not truth. Uh, they sound all good, they sound all spiritual, but they're not true. They're still here in this mindset, this era, trying to get to God. Let's create this atmosphere of worship so that we can get to God and just then do something, I don't know. But uh, God is looking, God, worshiping God is by worshiping Him in spirit and in truth. Not, so we can worship in song, and, and use his body and use our voices and do all of that. That's one form of worship. But when we worship in song, we try, we, we, what we try to do out here is to, to worship in truth, truth about who you are, truth about who he is and his real nature. And each time you come, keep coming here, that's what we're trying to do is just to remind you, remind you over and over again of your truth, of truth that who you are and who he is. Okay, uh, Gitu? I will let you take on. Good morning, sons. I'm waking you up. <laughs> Beloved is awake. I know I've come in last, but sleeping is prohibited. Okay. <laughs> okay. Who wants to reign in life? In this life. In all areas of our lives. Amen. Okay, let's read. Let's go to Romans 5, 17. Okay. It says... For if by one man's offense, death reigned through the one, much more those who receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Okay, in this life, I will come back 
to the scripture later. Now, I will go, I, I want to cover a couple of real life situations where you hear or you sometimes think to yourself, okay, I am confessing, I am claiming my promises, but nothing is changing in my life. I, I've been born again, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, but my life is still in a mess, okay? And there are some who think, you know, I keep going in cycles of uh, defeat, failure, um, it just without any solution. Know that as sons, the solution lies in you. We, we will see as I go on. Okay. Okay, you would have seen these diagrams in the past. <laughs> I've been using them again because they are very uh, descriptive. Now, when you are, when you were born again, where were you born? I mean, your spirit, spirit man, directly in, into Christ. It's in life. Can everyone see this? I know it's a little low. This is where your spirit man already is. This is where you are, okay? And it's in Christ, in the new, and all your inheritances, prosperity, health, salvation, liberty, success, relationships, everything that you need pertaining to life is all, has already been provided in this realm. So what's happening when you get people telling you this? It's the mind, the soul, the soul man, the mind is still in Adam. Okay, so in 2 Corinthians it says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Okay, you are here. All things, all old things have passed away. Behold, see, see, behold in the word, all things have become new. So your spirit man is in the new. What is the soul man? Why, why is the soul man still here? It's wrong believing. It should be in alignment with the spirit. Now, this is where most of us miss. Okay, spirit man is already there. The truth is already there. Everything has been provided for. But we have not renewed our minds. It's still in Adam. So you think that you are still a sinner. You think that what is applicable in this world is applicable to you. What's in the realm of death is yours because the mind has not been renewed. Now, this has to come in alignment with your spirit. Okay? This is called single-minded. When you are single-minded, all these things will get added onto you. Not subtracted, you will get added. You don't have to do anything else. Now, how does this happen? Let's go to Romans 12. Now, and do not be conformed to this world. 
So you are living in this world, but you are not of this world. Okay, so do not get sucked into the patterns and the cycles of this world. But be transformed or transfigured by the renewing of your mind. What is transfiguring? It's getting elevated to something good, something new. So you're changing it. You are transfiguring from the Adamic mind, which has passed away to the mind of Christ. The knowledge of this world, you are transfiguring from that to the knowledge of God. Amen? Now, let's see this. Okay, so we are a three-part being, spirit, soul, and body. Can all of you see it? Yeah. So before the fall, Adam, okay, he was alive in the spirit, and he had complete dominion over his body. His body was not meant to die. This was before the fall. Okay, what he said was what it was. He had that dominion, all right? When uh, Adam fell, the Adamic generation, the spirit man died. Now, the body followed the spirit man. It started dying, learned how to die. So from 900 years, it declined to 400 years, declined to 100 years, okay? And the soul, your mind, got messed up by the tree of knowledge. So the ways, the patterns of this world, what internet says, what Google says, what other people say, worldly people say, everything, a mess here. Okay? Now, when you got born again, the seed, okay, spirit got born again. You're alive in the spirit. Now, what's happening to the soul? Right? Now, you have problems. You have problems. Now, you take the problem. You have to start renewing the mind. What does renewing mean? It means reprogramming it. Reprogramming it to what the word says about you, who the word says you are, what the word says you have, okay? You reprogram the mind. Now, as you keep doing that, you behold, you hear, you behold, see, okay? The word, you hear, you start renewing, renewing, life flows, life flows, okay? You start believing, you change your belief system. The right believing will result in right, the right results. Okay? So, you start believing and then suddenly you will see yokes, bondages, they get broken. Okay? Lies of the devil gets uprooted. The identities of the world conferred on you, gets, it just falls off. All right, and the word says, when two, when two shall agree on anything on earth, it shall be done. Okay, so your soul, 
comes into agreement with the spirit and you will see that life flow through you to your body to your circumstances and your problems or your situations get solved fixed okay now it's like a power a power that flows out do you know jesus he was when he was on earth he was like a powerhouse wherever he went he healed there was resurrection of the dead there was abundance there was supernatural supply why because he is who he says he is the mind and the spirit in one alignment single minded about who he was on earth okay so that's how the power goes and fixes your problem now okay now this is also how um the solution lies in you i'll give you some examples okay i'll take priya's example all right she was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis many years back okay the world said she had rheumatoid arthritis the reports said she had rheumatoid arthritis doctors said google said internet said okay and for a while she believed so she did not see healing but then she came across the truth that the holy spirit is giving life to her mortal bodies body and she uh, there is a law of life which is kicking out death in her it is not in her nature to be sick all right now the truth came in it came in it came in she believed it and then rheumatoid arthritis left supernaturally okay i'll give you another example i thought salvation i was told for salvation i had to pray and i had to fast and i had to do some things which i did but that was not the truth the truth is that it's in it's my inheritance it just gets added unto me and um, the other truth was that i'm as bold as a lion when the truth came in okay now what happened i did some things i was led to go and speak so i went and i spoke and i saw the fruits of it amen now there was there's another son in beloved he um the truth hit him quickened in him that he is the resurrection and the life and when that happened whenever a news came to his ear okay that somebody is having heart problems so he speaks resurrection heart problem becomes gastric problem right <laughs> okay now another thing comes somebody is having depression he speaks and depression leaves so this is how this is how it all works let's look at james 1 okay james 
Okay. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself and goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it is not a forgetful hearer and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work. This one will be blessed in what he does. So what is the doing here? Just believing. You just believe. Because the word says so. If it says so, then it is. Don't forget when you go back to the world. Then you will be the blessed one when you don't forget. Now, does it mean that, okay, I have to renew my mind, you know, you get out of rest and become hyper about it. No, everything happens in rest. Look at the vine and the branch. What does a branch do? It just rests on the vine. Is it the job of the branch to produce nutrients, to produce fruits? No. It just rests on the vine. It is the wine, vine's job to produce life into the branch, to produce those fruits. Okay? Now, let's read um, John. Not John, is it John? Oh, it's here. Okay, John 15, let's go down to verse 5. Okay, I am the sprouting vine and you are my branches. As you live in life, union with me as your source. Fruitfulness will stream, stream within you. But when you live separated from me, you are powerless. If a person is separated from me, he is discarded. Such branches are gathered up and thrown into the fire to be burned. But if you live in life union with me and my words, okay, live powerfully, my words live powerfully within you, then you can ask whatever you desire and it will be done. When your lives bear abundant fruit, you demonstrate that you are my mature disciples or sons who glorify my Father. So all you need to do, the Word has to be one with you. The Word becomes flesh and you will see all the fruits getting added unto you. Okay? Now let's look at the Holy Spirit. We'll go to John 16. So what does the Holy Spirit do? Let's read. But now I go away to him who sent me, and none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go, go away, for I do not for if I do not go away, 
the helper will not come to you so what is who is the holy spirit the helper helper so what does he do how does he help you let's read on but if i depart i will send him to you and when he has come he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they do not believe in me of righteousness because i go to my father and you see me no more and of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged okay so now what will the holy spirit do hey holy spirit will remind you hey you are righteous you are the righteousness of god you're not a sinner okay hey listen you are loved you are the beloved of god hey it is not in your nature to be sick it's you are to be in divine that's your portion divine health it's not in your nature to lack it's in your nature to be abundant so the holy spirit will keep on convicting you convicting telling you telling you who you are what your portion is what your inheritances are okay well, let's read on i still have many things to say to you but you cannot bear them now however when he the spirit of truth he will also lead you into truth okay the holy spirit will bring light to the truth he will guide you into truth the spirit of truth has come and he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he will tell you things to come he will glorify me for he will take what is mine and declare it to you okay all things that the father has are mine therefore i said that he will take of mine and declare it to you all of the fathers holy spirit will take and he will declare it to you that's his role he will lead you and guide you into all truth okay now let's go back to romans 5:17 okay so again we will read this for if by uh for if by the one man's offense death reigned through the one much more those who receive the abundance of grace god's unmerited favor okay and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life in this life as kings in every area of your life okay and the gift of righteousness simply just receive it because it's already yours just renew your mind it's mine i don't have to do anything it's already there like priya says i'm born born righteous so it's already there okay and i'll just go on to one more scripture the last scripture 
1 Corinthians 15. So it is written, the first man, Adam, became a, li a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. Now, you know, we, we are governed by the law of life. There is a spirit of life living in us. So we can only be one thing, life-giving spirit. Wherever we go, we are life-giving spirits. It is written in the Bible that in the path of the righteous, there is no death because there's all life in you. However, let's go on. However, the spiritual is not first, but the natural and afterward the spiritual. The first man was of the earth, made of dust. The second man is the Lord from heaven. And that's where you are seated. As was the man of dust, so also are those who are made of dust. And as is the heavenly man, so also are those who are heavenly. All of you are heavenly beings. Okay? So we shall close. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> no closing, always open. Um, I want to just uh, take a recap of what we were speaking. You're born again, born from above. Everything that the Father is speaking with you is in spirit. Yes. When Hebron took, can we just go up uh, on, uh, one second. Go, go, go up. Up, 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 up. The, Sasha? Yeah. When God is relating to you, yes. Go, scroll up. Scroll up. Scroll up, scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. Scroll up. Yes, here. The spirit bears witness with, God's spirit is bearing witness with your flesh. Yeah. God's spirit bears witness with our spirit. Do you know why God cannot look at you in the flesh anymore? He sent Jesus in the flesh. The Bible says the sin in the flesh, whatever you do, sin, is called sin in the flesh, has been condemned in the body of Christ. So that today, you and I do not look at ourselves in the flesh, but can have a relationship with the Father, and He can have a relationship with us in spirit. Otherwise, Jesus would have come as a spirit. He did not have to take flesh and blood and come. Why? And why does He have to go on the cross in the body? So that you go free. That's why our righteousness and our standing is by faith. It doesn't say by works. By faith we stand. Yeah, we see the flesh goof up here and there. It tells us to subdue the things in the flesh. But we cannot, as religion wants to get holiness in the flesh, we cannot achieve it because there is a law of sin and death. It's an Adamic body. It is death decaying. It will mess up. And so humbling yourself in God's eyes, when he says something about you, receive it and stop fighting it. That's pride. That came from the devil because he wanted to be like God. <laughs> so it comes there. So when this has been presented to you, it struggles with you. No, Priya, how can you say that? It's blasphemy. 
he's very happy with you because if you say that you're also the person fighting sickness in your body you're also the person looking at your finances and saying why are things not shifting first receive this truth he does not relate to you in flesh but in spirit humble yourself receive it stop fighting it most people who talk about sin they overtly just think sin oh but priya what if i say that he'll go and kill somebody and you know sleep around and just a very carnal understanding do you know that if you allow sickness to reign in your body that's also sin in god's eyes if you worry that's also sin you missed it we all missed it we cannot get righteous in our flesh have make peace with it right now and now we're in christ we were born righteous it's not by what you do it's by birth and sanctifying constantly the simplicity is that constantly every time you're going out what we were talking about our identity yeah comes from our spirit man he's relating he's bearing witness with my spirit man what geetu is saying what is the holy spirit doing in you he came and he's got one job holy spirit is renewing you to the second adam that's what he's doing convicting of righteousness righteousness means what it simply means convincing you convincing you every day that you're not in adam you're in the second adam so he'll constantly remind you who you are so what you do outside when you go when you have things show up in your body adamic body hey i don't need this anymore i'm in the second adam my portion is not death anymore it is life and you're not trying to make it no this is the truth so now you what happens what is renewing the mind simply is just believing what the father is saying about you we drew all of this because people struggle and come to us and why is it not happening i said you're convincing yourself outside in start believing it's as simple as believe what we what the father is saying about you not what we are saying what the father says about you and you believe it is not to become it is the truth you rest that it's a finished work this is done no i'm not trying to get healed it's in my nature i have a new law sickness cannot be in my body now when you start believing it every day it's a decision that you made it's a rest your body is listening to you it's no more confused and then it starts coming into that because your spirit man is dominion that's what just simply not being double minded means don't be double minded that you're one day adam one day second adam leave this church go out adam come back church second adam so confused the body also doesn't know where are we healed or are we sick are we fighting or are we not fighting are we in rest cell is confused that's what autoimmune disease is they're all confused fighting each other in the body they're confused we are bringing every cell in the body into alignment that we are life that's how autoimmune disease is it is fighting you it's confusion there is science in this realm in the new law there is science it works like that is because we are seeking it we are speaking it the world goes through positivity and all of that it's still in this realm in the adamic realm okay but what the father is speaking about you sons is truth you go back today you are a new creation that new creation is born from above that new creation is a god species and that new creation can go to sleep knowing jesus's rest is that 
he is so fathered and loved and I only hear my father's words and speak my father's words and there is no confusion in him. And there is no confusion in you sons. There is no confusion in you. You are absolutely single-minded about who you are. And the spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are sons of God, God species. And we can rest that we are fathered. We are not orphans. We are not going to worry because father has it in my realm. I don't need to figure this out. He's figured it all out. I'm not thinking. He's already thought this out. Why should this thing work out? Because righteousness leads to life. My portion is only life. I'm out of death's realm. In all areas, there will only be life. That is my rest. That is my law working. I'm back home with my father. That's the law in my, my kingdom, my father's kingdom. That is your rest. My cousin shared a testimony. She had this very man who was not listening to her. I'll end it with this. And just like they were writing emails and he was just stuck up on one thing. And they were trying to do everything to get him to change his mind. So do you know that there was like this whole tug, right? Like they're stressed out because he's not just budging. And then she, in the midst of all of that, she remembered who she is. She's like, why am I doing all of this? No, I'm the righteousness of God. I'm father. I'm resting. Suddenly an email comes. Please go ahead. How did the thing get fixed when she didn't forget who she is the problem the God submitted because the lower God she realized that she is God it has to submit all spirit rem knows who you are you don't have to prove it by stillness it submits to you Meaning, when you don't run after it, like, oh, in this situation, that's what the rest, resting in the finished work, that means resting in this side. I'm not convincing, even though that's problem was trying to tell them to do something, to write more emails, to fight and do. And then the problem started giving them an identity, like suddenly now they're anxious, is because this is exalted, it's bigger. And then in the midst of that, I'm not, I'm the righteousness, I am bigger. And now it, bows down, submits. That's resting is the holiest thing we can do. That means we rest that it is finished. And we're in another realm. We are so father, we are so loved. Yeah, you're receiving that. And that's what the work of the Holy Spirit is. Renewing you to the new creation, to the second Adam in Christ. And that's what we're doing here. That's what you are doing. We're all one, we're not speaking. Do you know that what we're speaking is also what you're speaking? It's your voice. We're one voice. Okay? Next week we're going to come, we're going to talk about receiving. Receiving. What does the cross do? And how do you step into it? Okay? And you're just going to love it. So let's take a tithe, a spiritual tithe. Say this, Father, I'm a son in your kingdom. Jesus, you're my high priest. And right now, I give you a tithe of all the increase of all the understanding that came to me, to my soul. Yeah, and just worship him with it. Thank him right now. Close your eyes, everybody. Just pray in tongues and worship him for everything that you heard. Just thank him.
Stiri Father, we just thank you for this word. I thank you for the increase. Amen.